Grand Rising. No matter what time you're going to be listening to this, whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, after a hot date, whenever you're actually listening to this, welcome to Hearth Rising. I am your host, Shakayla, the proud founder of The Power Plate and now an, an obsessive plant mother. So today's episode is going to be my top 10 favorite houseplants. I get this, this is probably one of my number one questions that I get a lot across my platforms on Twitter and on my Instagram pages, both personal and the business. That is probably one of my main questions that I get along with plant care tips and how to help your plants thrive. This is going to be a very fun episode because I never really sat in a forum or chatted about some of my my personal favorite um my OG favorites that I've really enjoyed over the past year that really helped me um start to do the research figure out how to help my plants thrive um and also some of my newer favorites that I'm learning either learning how to truly care for any of the plants that we had faced adversity together that I had to figure out how to how to care for and they won't be really in any particular order. Maybe, no, they won't. They're not going to be in any particular order of what I like the best or the least. In this episode, I will be giving some tips and tricks on how I personally um, help these plants thrive. And I will say something at the beginning of this because I believe this is the probably the most important tip I will ever give. Um, of course, keep it in mind when you're feeding your, your house plants, you're watering them, pruning them, you know, making sure that they they haven't been affected with any pests. I would also say location, location, location is very important on where you place your plants. Um, in order for them to thrive, it's truly important that you're doing the research to figure out where they need to be in the room, what's the best room for them, what I, I'm not going to say right now, I am not a north, south, east, west facing uh, window kind of gal, okay? I don't even really know what, where my south facing window is. So I, when we're having these conversations, I won't be using that terminology because that's not my strong suit. But location is very important. The amount of humidity is also important. So that's why you need to understand where your plants are from, how they thrive, what is the best light to give them, which will inform where you need to place your plants. So location, keep that in mind when I'm giving those plant care tips. So my number one favorite house plant that's on the list is golden pothos if you follow me on twitter or if you follow me on instagram you know that i post about my pothos all the time so whether i'm propagating them watering them fertilizing them taking care of them pruning getting cuttings um i love these plants this is one of my ogs that has been around uh with me for a long time my mother plant k has been with me for over a year she was dying at one point she was this beautiful pothos that my boyfriend got for me that had um that was growing up a moss pole on both sides she was long and viney and then all of a sudden she just started to die her her vines started to 
I'm not sure if rot is the right word, but instead of them being green and vibrant, they started to turn brown and very hard and the foliage began to fall off. So that really made me devastated. Um, But something just kept telling me to keep it. And my boyfriend also encouraged me to keep it as well to see if she could bounce back. Long story short, it took her some time, but she bounced back. I can't even tell you what I did or why um, or why she started to do that. I'm not quite sure. Maybe I wasn't being as attentive as I should have been to her. But right now, she she just really has one long vein. She isn't full on both sides, but she is alive. She is green. Most of the foliage that she has is brand new. Um, so she really, she's like a phoenix. She truly arised from the plant ashes and is brand new. So I really love her. The golden pothos, if you want to have um, a pothos that is variegated, that means she has vining. I would say you want that plant to be close to a window that will give her some direct sunlight so she can prov- so she can start to do that very variegation. The species that I have, I'm not into scientific names, but the ones that I have, the variegation is the foliage is mainly green. The 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 vining or variegation is like um yellow. So it's is beautiful. I love how that looks. If you're not a fan of um the variegation and you just want your foliage to be green, um that's the situation where your plant can be in low light. So if it's in low light, I would highly imagine that that foliage or that that leaf would be green. So pothos can survive in high light, bright, indirect or low light situations. I like to have my pothos near the window, so that's on that. So my second, so maybe these two are in order. My favorite. First favorite has to be the golden pothos. And then my second favorite most certainly has to be my English ivy, another plant that my boyfriend gifted me about a year ago. I first had her, when he gave her to me, I first had her right on the same table where I had my pothos, my succulents, and my crotons, basically plants, the plants that really need lots of light. I had her on that table, and he gave her to me the dead of the summer, and it was a super hot summer here in Charlotte. So she started, she wasn't dying like she was she was dying gradually where I saw that her leaves were, were scorched from the sun, brown and crunchy. And so we decided to move her out of the direction of the um of the window. But she wasn't she still wasn't thriving. She was just surviving in the sense of she was just holding on. So I don't know where we got the bright idea to put her in the bathroom, but that was probably the best idea we could have done. So over a year later, she has happily propagated and gave birth to three additional plants uh, that I propagated from her. She, even after the cuttings, no more than a month later, she is even longer. Her her uh, vines are even longer than when I had cut them back. So she really is thriving in the bathroom. English ivies like to be in cold areas. They like to be in areas that are high humidity and their soil is moist but not soggy. You want the soil to be like a wrung out sponge because you don't want your plant to produce root rot. So if you start to smell, your plants are smelling a little musty. The roots are very mushy. Sister, you got 
root rot. Uh, so I never wanted her to have that, but she is, she's thriving. I mean, she's doing fantastic. As soon as I put homegirl in the bathroom, she just thrives. She's in her element. So my third favorite plant would have to be the Boston fern. I have a brand new appreciation for these babies because this is another plant my boyfriend got for me. <laughs> I feel like all the plants that we're going to talk about, he has purchased for me. Um, and I've been able to take care of with his help and, beyond that because sister girl's been doing research so i've been doing the thing but it has to be the boston firm because when he gifted her to me i put her out like she wasn't on the table where my succulents and the popos are but she was right behind it where that area of the table still got a lot of direct sunlight and it also ended up scorching her so to be told like I did. I didn't do any research when I when he purchased the fern for me. I just thought, hey, she's pretty. Normally, when I see ferns, she gets a lot of you know direct sunlight from what I remember. But Boston ferns require a whole lot of water, a whole lot of attention and humidity. So um, you have to pay very close attention to your Boston fern because that soil needs to be moist. Um, she's found a lot near water sources, so she, she enjoys to be wet. Um, so she is also a variety of plant that I have put into my bathroom. So the attention that I put on her is less on the amount of humidity and more on to make sure that her soil is moist. So I really love my Boston fern. I have a plant on here that it's it is a plant. It is a growing thing, but it's not a common house plant. Um I I have been keeping it like a house plant. I just recently um put it outside in my little makeshift little plant storage area that I made from an old drawer that we going that we were going to throw away. Um but it is lemon balm. I talk a lot about lemon balm on um my social media platforms because it is it is an herb. It's an herb that has very great medicinal properties it can be used in teas and tinctures tinctures are um mixtures of fresh herbs or dry herbs with high proof brandy or um vodka it's used to where it provide it it makes a potent herbal medicinal um tincture basically that you can put in teas drinks smoothies all depending on the type of tincture that you're making and what your solvent will be in this case we're talking about alcohol i like to use 80 to 90 proof vodka for my tinctures and lemon balm is a is is great is a great painkiller it also can be um mashed up into like a paste where you can chew on it you can use a mortar and pestle and just add a little water and create some type of paste because it's also great for bug bites reducing swelling and bruising um so lemon balm is great and if you smell it you get close to it it smells like lemon it's beautiful it tastes very crisp and fresh i like to use fresh lemon balm for my teas um it's also great for balancing your mood lemon balm is also um it's known to be used on children and adults who have add or adhd um so that I love that plant and it propagates very, 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 very easily. So the next plant on my list has to be my crotons. I, I love them. The first one that I ever got, I killed. I can't remember how I killed it, but I killed it because all of her, you know what? I take that back. 
she started to have leaf drop because in the old apartment that I lived in, there was a um like an open vent or like an open vent or draft. And in the summertime when I had gotten her, I kept that AC on blast. And she was right underneath that draft, which I believe she suffered from. But these are my sun loving babes. I have both. I have a mini one and a, and a large one. They're both by windows that get strong direct light and they love it. They are tropical plants that truly enjoy that kind of energy. And it's also important to water her regularly. What I do because I live here in, in North Carolina. So my temperature and summer temperatures may, may vary in range from you. So this may or may not be helpful, but I like her to dry in between waterings. So I don't, I don't wait till she's bone dry. I just wait till that first, you know, two, two, two to three inches of that pot of that, um, pot is truly dry before I water her. So I really love my croton's. And the next one on the list, I this is a, a new goodie for me. I actually divided this plant to make three separate plants today, and it was awesome. It was a labor of love, but it is my beautiful new peace lily. At first, I was intimidated by this peace lily because of that white blossom. I was like, I don't know how to take care of flowers. I'm really just focusing a lot of my attention on plants, but honestly... I've been doing great so far. Um, this particular piece of leaf that I had had multiple blossoms, but they just weren't as healthy as the central um, white lily because they were just turning yellow real quick. I kind of think I know what the issue is. I believe there uh, was an issue of overwatering because I could tell when I divided my plant, the soil was super soggy um, because that plant was was really, really, really wet when I purchased it from the grocery store. So I believe that's what, what was going on. That Not that I was on the borderline of root rot, but if I would allow that plant to stay root uh, potted for the next month or two, I probably would experience some root rot. So and she's huge. So dividing her into three separate plants has been super helpful because now I believe she can breathe again, which is fantastic. So the next one on my list is not, not saying it's not popular, but it's not primarily um, used as a house plant a lot of the times. This is a plant that you find out in folks' garden around the spring and summer seasons when they're really creating those vibrant show-offy um, they're landscaping. They're called hostas. Hostas are primarily used in outdoor gardens, um, in front yard landscaping. Um, so that's where you primarily find them. But I'm a little daring. I wanted to have mine as a house plant because I successfully, excuse me, I unsuccessfully tried to grow a hosta from um a dollar from the dollar store. It's like a dollar store hosta. Now, don't get me wrong. I've purchased like seedlings. Not seedlings, but seeds from the dollar store that are prolific growers. Right now, I'm growing um, my Kentucky Wonder Garden Beans in my garden. Um, so, it's growing very well. And I got that from a dollar store. But the hostas in a bag just didn't work. So, I actually, on Mother's Day, I dug up this hoster from um, my boyfriend's mother's house. And she's been thriving ever since. Like, at first when I got her, when she was acclimating to my home, the leaves began to get very crunchy and were turning yellow. And I was starting to panic. I was like, oh, my goodness, this plant hasn't been in here for two weeks and she's already dying. But after I started to do some research on the hostas, 
She is found primarily in the woodlands areas in Korea and Japan. So she is always found by water sources. She's wet. Her her soil is rich. Um, It's wet. It's um, high in nutrient content. She gets a lot of humidity. So what I focus a lot on each week is not only misting her several times, a day and several uh, times during the week, but also making sure to keep her soil moist, keep that soil happy. And soon as I started to do that and put on that, take on that practice, she has been unfurling new foliage almost every week. And it's been amazing to see how she's just really developed. I provide her lots of bright indirect light. She's chilling. She can handle direct light because she was in front of my my, uh, mother-in-law's house. So I know she can take direct light, but I wanted her to adjust to life in bright indirect. So she's been doing fantastic. So the next on the list, I'm not going to say it's an easy plant. It's a popular plant and I've actually killed this plant in the past um and this is the fiddle leaf fig the fiddle leaf fig can be a picky little something because once you put her in a place she wants to stay there she does not like to be moved she doesn't um take very well to lots of movement or being brushed against she truly wants to be left alone and she wants you to pay lots of attention to her humidity like her humidity levels her water levels she loves um she loves moist soil but she doesn't like it to be moist all the time she likes to dry in between waterings you have to make sure to be taking care and wiping off of the foliage and the leaves once you set her somewhere that's where she wants to be she enjoys bright indirect light um don't give her too much direct light because that will scorch her leaves and i have been there done that be very careful you don't want to start to produce like brown holes in the leaves um, but I continually research on my fiddly fig to make sure that I'm providing what she needs. Um, she's picky. I don't have much to say about her, but she's beautiful and I'm enjoying her. She's a, a baby one or like a mini um, tree. So I'm enjoying her. I'm trying to re, re uh, not redeem. Yeah, I'm trying to redeem myself to see if I can take care of her this second time around. Being that, you know, I'm a newfound woman. I'm doing the research that I need to do. So I have two more on my list. These by far have to be my favorite. One is an OG that was with me from the very beginning. And this latest one I got as a birthday gift to, that I gifted myself. So the, the next one on the list is my snake plant. Again, a plant that my boyfriend got for me. I remember how she was packaged. She was in this like um from I think she's from Costa Farms in this teal little planter with these tall rigid leaves. I think there were like probably three or four. No more than five tall leaves in that plant. And she just started to grow like wildfire. I think when I first got her, she was close to um, my window that got that gets a lot of strong direct light. She did pretty well. Like she just grew. Like she became a prolific grower, which which was fantastic. But the more research I did on her, I realized that she could survive in low light situations and can thrive in them as well. And that's where I, I give her a mix between low light to bright and direct light to in to cur- encourage growth 
Um, but she really can handle any kind of environment you put her into. Um, she likes to be dry between waterings. I don't really, I don't really stress or focus on water with her. Just make sure that if those top two to three inches of soil are super dry, it's time for a watering. Um, she really just be in her own world and I appreciate sis for that. So my last plant that I got that I wanted for some time now had to be my ZZ plant. I believe I'm going to name her Zoya. So Zoya the ZZ plant, I just gifted myself on my birthday. My birthday is June 2nd. I just turned 29. So I got this plant, I believe, that week or the following week of my birthday. I can't quite remember. Um, but she came in the mail. I did. This was an Etsy order. So I've been purchasing some of my um, Etsy plant purchases and I've been very happy there hasn't been a purchase that I've been super upset about really love all the sellers that I use especially this one in particular because my ZZ plant came healthy beautiful vibrant super green exactly how I wanted her now she was a little bit misshapen not the seller's fault um just being transported i bought this from california all the way here to north carolina so of course that plant will get some wear and tear but she's absolutely beautiful she's actually no longer misshapen she is settling and acclimating to this environment and i believe she's loving it i am not a zz expert i'm just told that she is low maintenance and i do have notes about her in my plant journal so i always just make sure that i reference that so i am I, I just love her already. She's beautiful. And as I'm recording this episode, I'm staring right out at her. Like she's staring back at me. <laughs> so those are my top 10 favorite house plans. Like I said, all except probably the first two were not in any particular order. But this was exciting to really talk about and create a forum about my favorite house plans. Um and I hope that this list helps you too. So I know a lot of the people in my tribe are figuring out their plant mother father journey. Um, so hopefully this helps and gives you some informed um, advice. And I hope you'll be able to use it. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up on, on Twitter. My handle is at Shakayla J Taylor. That's C-H-A-K-A-Y-L-A-J-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Well, you can hit me up on Instagram. I primarily stay on the business side of things because I, I like that <laughs> the audience that I get to engage with. Um, you can find me at The Power Plate on that platform. And you can just email me if you have a question at taylorshakayla at gmail.com. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.